If you believe your organization could be leaving untapped people potential on the table, you're almost certainly right. And this is the podcast for you. The Wise Talk podcast from WellWise reveals how well-being is applied as a strategic driver of organizational success. We host straight-talking discussions with experts across all workplace well-being factors to enable you to unleash the full potential of every employee, including yourself. Each episode is jam-packed with wise talk from wise souls, with powerful insights and guidance to ensure your organization's investment in well-being yields sustainable value and returns for everyone. Welcome back to the second part of our Wise Talk series with Teams expert Andy Fieldhouse. In this shorter episode, we will focus on psychological safety. So, Andy, talk to us about psychological safety and its importance in organisations and in teams. Yeah, it's a huge area of focus. And uh, as a term, Amy Edmondson, the Harvard sort of academic who came up with the, the term of psychological safety, I don't know how long ago, but certainly you know not decades ago uh, it is it is more of a concept that's being kind of understood and, and trained and encouraged um, by people like her and essentially what it is is a, is a climate and conditions that exist where people feel able to to speak up uh, to be able to um, admit uh, have vulnerability with it, with each other to maybe admit a mistake or that they don't know something um, uh, say what they're scared of, if they've got anxiety or they're not clear on something, safe in the knowledge that they will not be judged or ridiculed or laughed at um, for, for speaking up. So if you don't have a psychologically safe environment within your team, people are going to constantly be thinking before they speak. And, and, and you know, the mental energy and the distraction and time wasting where everyone is like waiting and jockeying and sort of you know politically answering things can be absolutely draining. I think the I read something today actually about psychological safety um, uh, to to make sure it, uh, you've got to be careful that it, it's what it is not as well. For example, it's not just you can say anything. <laughs> That's potentially dangerous. <laughs> um, it's about being considered in what you say, but being able you know. To, free to say anything but but not, not just blurting out anything because you know you, you could offend and everything else so the, it comes with a little bit of a caveat uh, and you know the cost of not having it, it, it it's huge you know i think the the biggest one of the one of the biggest uh issues that come up is groupthink um and it, groupthink is essentially oh i'm going to go with what the group is thinking and so you get this sort of mono culture or this sort of one way of doing things and there's no room for freedom, uh, innovation, difference, uh, challenge and it's just very linear and, and I mean, that's one of many different things that it can cause but uh, I think that's one of the most the most interesting failures that they have. Um, just, I'll just cut in there as well um, because one of the other big things that, that happens when you have a lack of psychological safety and this is particularly prominent in organizations that have very, very high and very um, distinguished hierarchical structures is that even if you see a problem coming down the line, even if you see a really high risk factor um, uh, approaching, you are so scared to let senior members of the team know because you're almost the bearer of the bad news and you feel like that might reflect badly on you 
that you just keep quiet. It's better to pretend that you don't know this is going to happen than to admit you do know um, and, and to potentially put your neck on the line or, you know, put your head above the parapet. So, so in psychologically unsafe environments, there's this whole risk profile that, that organizations are missing out on and, and the cost of these, uh, these challenges um, coming to the fore without when they could have been prevented it is huge. So, so there's so many costs and so many risks inherent in having, um, in having this very, very hierarchical and um, un unsafe environment in which to raise challenges. And Andy, I just wanted to ask a quick question as well about this this monoculture. What would you say, or could you give one top piece of advice for trying to prevent this or overcome this? Oh, um, well, it's it's you know, sometimes it's hard. I, I know it's going to be difficult for people if they, if they've got um, fear around this. That it's going to be, oh, how do we do this? You know. And I know it's hard. I th and I think that the the first step has to come from leadership. Um, they, they're, they're so crucial in driving new behavior uh, and modeling new behavior themselves within organizations. Um, and you, it's, I know what it will be like. It's like standing on the edge of a, a lake where you don't know how cold the water is, how deep it is. Is there a current? You're scared to jump in. Oh, what's going to happen? You know, it's, it, we're talking about change, which we're not good at as animals. So you've got to, someone's got to go first. Someone's got to jump into the water. And, and that's the job of the leader. And and if you are the first one to, sh to say, hey, I'm scared, I don't know the art, I don't have all the answers, um, I need your help, um, I've made this mistake. Um, it's tremendously endearing. It's kind of like counterintuitive that people are gonna, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be judged, I'm gonna be laughed at and you know everything else. But actually people who do put their hand up and say all of this kind of stuff and appear vulnerable in some way endears them to humans. You know, we respond to people who need our help. Um, and so if you do take those first steps, people will come with you. And if it happens in your team and if you as the leadership um, say, this is what we want to do, we're going to change, we're going to be more like this, we're going to be you know, safer and speak up and all this stuff. If then people start to come with you, and in your team, you see the little green shoots of people saying, OK, well, you know what, I, I got something to say. You have to protect them. You cannot let anyone shut down that little green shoot of vulnerability because then bang, you know, the lid goes back on. So, you know, go first as a leader, encourage it, expect it, communicate what you want and why, you know, sell it to the team, why, why it's important to do this. Show them the way. Those that come with you, protect them you know, allow them to grow, allow that kind of seed to kind of bear fruit eventually. Um, um, and Bobby, uh, how would you get leaders to encourage this environment? Oof, great question. Um, yeah, I, th I think, as Andy said, there's a, there's a, there's a you know, you, you have to be, uh, you have to demonstrate the behaviours you want others to, to reflect from you as well. And that there's also this idea or this kind of theory, which is you get what you reward. So when somebody does put their head above the parapet, does take that brave step, you know, acknowledge it, 
respond positively to it, tell the other team members, you know, thank them for stepping forward with this idea. And so that you reinforce that, that not only is it what you want, but that it's a really safe thing to do. And then, you know, others will, um, will follow suit. I think the other um, way that I've seen this work quite successfully in the past is sometimes people are more confident to talk about things on a one-to-one basis and you know it might come up in a one-to-one meeting and then to just say well do you do you mind raising this at our next team meeting you know I don't want to take the credit for this because it's a really important point and and will you just demonstrate to the team and I'll back you up so that first time that that person might take that plunge into the lake um, they they already know it's going to be safe because they already know um, you're going to support them so it just makes it that that much easier for them to do that yeah if I, if I sorry to, I, this is such an important point it's worth it's worth talking about um, there is another concept around um, teams around crossing edges um, and it's kind of like mountain top, you know cr- going over the over the edge of a mountain uh, and you find if there is change um, if you could imagine that on one side is the current reality and then you look over the over the top in, into the future and and that's the kind of the secondary is is the future what's that going to be like and do we want to go to this new place and and if you've got people you know so let's say the leader is the champion of this and they're like yeah we want to be more psychological i'm, I'm all, all in they've already crossed the edge into the future and there'll be people who are holding back and like oh no no we, we want to hold on to what we know um you you can reach there is a tipping point of critical mass with mm-hmm. teams that once one or two go over the edge you get to this point and it's not necessarily 50-50 split of the number of people. It's a lot more to do with, you know, this nuance to that around opinion and, and hierarchy and various different things. But at, you'll find that you'll you'll just find this tipping point where the whole team will come tumbling over the edge and, and, you'll, and then you'll be on the downhill slope. Um, and, and, you know, that, that change will be happening. But it is really, really important that you keep going, that you you find new habits and new ways of doing things and that you keep, I, I keep, I tell all team members and team leaders that they should be CROs, chief repeating officers. Keep repeating stuff, keep doing it so that it becomes habitual, it becomes second nature and there's an almost Pavlovian response on behalf of the team that we just, this is how we do it, this is the way we do things around here. Wise Talk was brought to you by Wellwise, the workplace wellbeing optimizers. We know that there is a powerful source of untapped potential within every organization. We'll enable you to unleash it. For more information, contact us by sending an email to hello at bewellwise.com.